Savage. What's going on, Savages? Welcome to another episode of the Savage Snowflake Podcast with me, your boy Jeff Leach. How are you? I'm achy. I'm feeling like a little. I'm feeling good. I've been working out. I've been trying to get fit. I've been trying to beat those uh, rainy depression blues. I guess I'm feeling at the moment because of the fucking weather here in California. Could be worse. Could live, you know, in New York City where it's freezing and snowy right now. But if you're feeling a little bit under the weather, a little bit low, you need a little bit of pecking up. Maybe you want to check out one of our wonderful sponsors. Look at them at the bottom of the screen. Lovely here if you're watching the YouTube videos. Of course, Boundless Tech. They offer the finest in vape technology. If you need a little cheer up. Well, I suggest you go and grab yourself some of their wonderful technology. Use it to smoke some flowers or some oils or some resins or some distillates. That's right. I do quite often in the evenings. I chill out. I crack out my Boundless Terra or my Boundless CF710. Have a little smoke. Relax. I also love the fact that I can actually taste what I'm vaping. Uh, that's the difference. When you obviously burn flour, when you burn resin, it comes out with quite a nasty bit of taste. But you can heat this up to any different degrees based on your preference of what kind of cannabinoids, what THC levels you want to get out of your flour and out of your oils. And then you can enjoy it in a much more refined manner. That's right. Check out Boundless Tech. That's B-N-D-L-S tech.com. And if you use code SAVAGE, S-A-V-A-G-E, you'll get 25% off all of their products. 25% off uh, at BoundlessTech.com. And speaking of refined experiences, this is our other sponsor over here, Manscaped.com. Manscaped.com provide this world. Let me, let me just show it to you. They've sent me uh, my little travel bag that I've been utilizing with uh, quite a, a voracious nature. I've, I've had a couple of hot dates lately, and I've been putting this bad boy to use, the Lorma 2.0. Uh, it's got skin-safe technology, which means that you won't nick or clip your sweet, leathery ball sack. That's right. It's for your downstairs area, Jen. If you're walking around with hairy balls right now and you're thinking, it's all right, girls love that. They're all about that life. Wrong. They don't want a fucking mouthful of tentacles. They want to go down on those balls and suck on those sweet little marbles wrapped in chamois leather and enjoy the silken smooth sensation. It's the 21st century, boys. Stop acting like you're a fucking Neanderthal. Shave those balls. Turn off your phone so you don't embarrass yourself on your own podcast. And then make sure you check out all their other products. Um, they've also got uh, a beautiful fragrance in here, which I've been using, which is actually very, very nice, smelling. It's very natural and very... Uh, I mean, it, it's refined. It's cologne. It's refined. You've also got some other products in here, like ball deodorant. I've got these ball wipes, which you can see I've already taken the top off. Sometimes you might have been walking around all day. You don't have time for a shower but you want to make sure that your downstairs area is fresh as perfect just use that crop mop get it out gently lather it across your testicles run it round and round in a circular motion make sure you let out a few mmms and ahs and then whoever's in the testicle uh, cubicle next to you will be going bro can you pass me one of those you slide one under your hands touch as they go underneath the cubicle door and you have a moment and then you both leave their feeling refreshed and also slightly more homosexual. <laughs> That's the way you're going to do it. Manscaped.com. If you go to their website and you put in code SAVAGE upon checkout, you will get 20% off all of their wonderful products. Not only that, you will also get that beautiful leather travel bag that they will send to you for free. And you'll also get free shipping on all your orders. All right, that's all the reads. Let's now talk to our wonderful guest. Joining me today is a wonderful comedian, uh, uh, also a producer and a booker on various TV shows. You might know her from Fox and from MTV. She's also been the booker on a brand new series on Amazon Prime called Dinner with Danny. She has worked with the likes of Gilbert Gottfried. She's worked with the likes of, uh, what's his name, Jim Norton and myself. I appeared on that show too, so make sure you check out that episode. Uh, and this weekend, she's going to be supporting Dimitri Martin on a wonderful show to 2000 
thousand people at a huge theatre in DC. Yes, it's Walker Warner. Hayes. How are you, Walker? I am wonderful. Thank you for having me on your ball sack uh, cleansing commercial. I really appreciate it. There you go. I have to say, you're the first guest, and I've had three pornographic actresses on this on this podcast. But you're the first guest who, before we went live, just went. Do these look all right? <laughs> and I was like, Walker, I don't think there's going to be any complaints from any of at least my male viewers and the Hello, ladies. Yeah, and the ladies who like to appreciate a good That's bosom. Right. I do. I like to appreciate good bosoms. Do you check out other girls' like of course. bodies? Of course. See, I think anyone who says they don't is a liar. Of course. I think also, uh, and this is fair to say, I think I, I, I will always give if I'm in the urinal in the gents' toilets. I'm not like, you know giving like a long lustful look at another man's penis but if a guy pulls his dick out next to me and it's within my eye shot yeah i'm always gonna have a little just like a little yeah of course a little flick of the eyes i think little, you can't help it you know like a lizard picking up picking a fly out of the air my eyes just give it a little I you just, don't, but you don't have the compulsion to lick it right because that's another episode well i mean if they use the chop mark from manscape.com right. maybe okay. if i know they're fresh but i don't know mm. what kind of i don't know what guys balls are like right I don't want to get down there and fucking gargle those bad boys. It runs boys. the gamut. Yeah, you're really taking quite a gamble. My point is, I think it's all right for men to appreciate men's physiques yeah. and not be a, a homosexual. And it's all right for women to go, wow, those are some lovely jubblies. Of, yes, absolutely. It's inspirational, if you will. Yeah, mm -hmm. it is if you're on fucking Instagram, isn't it? <laughs> well, you know, I am a fan of boobs on Instagram. Well, mm -hmm. yeah, you have quite a prolifically sensual Instagram account. Would you say so? I, I'd like to think it's pretty well balanced um, in terms of like not just being selfies, not just being, which is nothing wrong with that. No, no, no. There's but a yeah. mixture. There's a mixture of yeah. stuff. I talked to you about it a little while yeah, ago. I was, I was going, your stuff's getting pretty raunchy because <laughs> there was a few, there was a few like lacy panty um, photos yes. in there and stuff like that. And I was like, I mean, I know you as a, as a comic and right. a good comic uh, and also as a booker on various TV shows. So I was like, all right, is this, this is, but then I was like, as long as you're owning it, as long as you're going, hey, I'm doing this because I'm sexy and I want people to, f or like some people to be fans of me because I'm sexy too. Yes, that's I all think right. so. Because I don't think any of us are any one thing, right? And I get it that for certain things you need to be careful and you have to craft an image that will appeal to fans. I understand that. For me, I think, you know, I don't... Um, I want people to know that I'm multifaceted and I like that about me. I think that's a piece of what makes me appealing and what makes me marketable. And multi, right. multifaceted. And I want there to be proof that at one time I had a good body. At one time. <laughs> that's right. We're not going to look like this forever. None of us are. I mean, with modern medication yeah, and maybe. surgeries, yeah. Yeah. you could have three boobs. That would be a killer fucking... You, uh, so you don't subscribe to the uniboob fantasy? You think three is better than one giant Well, it's, that's kind of being ruined for me because my mum had breast cancer, so she oh. had one Moved, so now she has a uniboob. Ah. She's like a unicorn of boobs. Okay, and so that yeah, that's a strange like Oedipus thing. Yeah, I don't want to. Okay. I don't want to. I don't want to see that because I'm like then I'm thinking about my mom and it's you know and and I've done that fetch once before okay. and it was it was problematic. I was gonna ask. It was problematic because it was with my real mom. And moving on. <laughs> lies, lies. It's an auntie. It's okay. It's perfect. It's fine. I'm from Arkansas. Here's the deal. I think that there is a toss up between excuse the pun but a toss up between like selling a sexual image which if you're a beautiful woman like yourself it's a very easy way to immediately draw in a whole load of eyes sure and then 
do um and then do and then also be taken seriously for the the comedian that you are sure yeah and we had talked a little bit about that i think um there is something to be said and are there comedians that just flatly never support what i do sure and i'm sure that there are people who also um you know maybe don't respect me as much i understand all that but my take on it and i want to just embody me yeah um I just, I don't fault people for what they're doing if it's not intentionally harming other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in particular, I mean, I think everybody's going to post things that aren't of interest to you, you don't care about, it's not your thing. So what I'd rather do is do things that resonate with me yeah. and the people that, it, you know, that also get that, they're going to be my people and the people that don't, they're not my people. Did you find, did you find like a difference in... um let's not not even audience reception because i've seen you perform and i've seen you kill so i know that you get good response from your audiences based on your jokes you know but have you seen a difference in reception from the comedy community i have um and i would say it's actually 50 50 maybe maybe slightly different but half of them are angry and half of them are jerking off furiously I would say that there's a good portion of people that whether it's founded in genuinely wanting me to succeed and being like, you really need to chill on that. I think that's a bad route. I've gotten a lot of it. And I do think some of it is grounded in people. I genuinely want you to succeed yes. as I know you do. a lingerie model. because <laughs> I-, <laughs> I feel like that ship might have sailed, but there, there absolutely are good friends. I'd watch that. I'd watch that. I'd watch that. Was it called a, um, a FAP? Um, uh, no, it's called a, like a, a fap tribute. I'd watch oh, the sure, fap sure, tribute. Oh, sure, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. Well, you know, I did the underwear comedy uh, tour and all that. Um, no, I, got, I didn't know that. I got a lot of flack for that when that happened. It was fun. I don't regret it at all. Tell me about that. Um, That would have been when I was somewhat new um, in comedy. I guess it's now been because I'm, I'm coming into my 10th year. Um, probably more like my sixth or seventh taking it seriously. But four years ago, there was a tour going around the country called the Underwear Comedy Party Tour. And who, so who's I, running that? Who's in uh, Joe Pettis, who's a, a really like cult favorite Atlanta comedian. That was his tour. And I went all around the country with him doing shows. It was and a lot of fun. And he was in his underwear? All of us were. Male, female, all of us were. Um, did he look good in his underwear? Is he a um, sexy guy or is he more of a, he's a funny guy? In his he, underwear. I would say that Joe is an alternative guy. So he's very tattooed. He's not necessarily a buff guy, but he doesn't have a bad body. But his, you know, his thing is kind of sticky. Like he's not yeah, trying yeah, yeah. to, you know, woo people with this gimmick. So his is more, amu- see, that's the difference though. Because for someone like him, I guess he's more amusing or intri- intriguing sure. looking in underwear. Whereas when you wear underwear, people will immediately go, oh, hot chicken underwear. Sure. Sex. Yeah, and there's no denying that. I I wouldn't say because I I did the show many times with other women. A lot of them would play it off. They'd wear like the white shirt a la Tom Cruise or they would wear things that were clearly playing down their bodies. I subscribe to all that level of comfort, whatever works for you. I didn't do that. You could do the the pregnancy wear tour or the hijab (laughs) wear tour. Sure, you could do whatever you like. I did it because I thought it was fun. Obviously, I'm proud of, you know, my, my shape. Yeah. But for me, I, I worked hard on those jokes. I'm I, proud of my shape. That's right. I'm proud. Mm-hmm. Um, but I worked hard on those jokes. I, I paid my bills. I didn't get up there and, and talk about how hot I was or anything like that. I got up there and I told real material. Yeah. I think maybe occasionally I would address it um, in the opening just to be silly. But sure. it wasn't about that. It was kind of like... You know, to me, I felt it was empowering. And because there were so many different body types and anybody could do whatever, I thought it was really fun and it was a cool idea. But there were lots of people who were just rolling their eyes and women calling us skanks and the whole thing. And I, you know, it is what it is. And now wait, those women are 
other comedians yes. doing that? Yeah, there yeah, were yeah, other okay. comedians doing. Because I was going to say, I don't think anyone in the audience. They'd be like, yeah, this is going to be funny and ridiculous <clears throat> and fun. Interestingly enough, I actually have a very strong female fan base, and I think that's because women really women do love boobs women like other women if you connect with them in the right way i think there's a lot of comedians that vaginally oh <laughs> uh, that too um nothing wrong with that but i do think there's a lot of female comedians that do that whole like throwing women under the bus thing that's even a little bit too harsh but right, okay. like men are like this and women are like this and there are certainly differences but i think if you just address people as people um, that's where you're going to always have your, your greatest success and people are going to resonate with you the most if you just treat people as people. You know what I think it is, potentially, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, this, is, this is not like a final statement, more just a question, but I think there's an element of where, whereas men have been uh, predominantly, you know, the, the, the dominant sex and gender in comedy for decades... And whereas obviously female comics being successful in this industry is a more emerging, you know, over the last 10 years and obviously present day is very much now. It's almost like right now, if you're a lady in comedy, there's infinitely more doors open to you. Whereas if you're a guy, you're a little bit like, mm, you need to either tick a very specific box or you have to present a very... Um, a subservient role that allows you to be part of comedy. Generally, generally. Yeah. I'm not saying on a personal one-to-one -one fan basis, there's plenty of douchebag, you know, bullshit, oh, fucking I'm a dude kind of yeah. comics who are doing very well. But I mean, for TV, certainly, for film, sure. for, for current social climate. And, I, and maybe some of those women just go, fuck, we spent like a few decades trying to yeah. reduce the idea that we are sexual objects. Sure to go on tour mm. in underwear and be a sexy girl reduces you to the sexual object. Yes, I absolutely get that. And um, I- Fuck here, those bitches, right? Here's what I would say about those bitches. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> here's what I would say. <laughs> I, I try to really make certain that whatever I'm doing, and, and with my posts too, because you know on my Instagram, um, I, and I try to keep it balanced because uh, I know there's lots of, you know, gorgeous like swimsuit models posting Gandhi quotes next to their butt. That's Hang great. On, let's just take one <laughs> second because this is the moment in the podcast where all of my listeners who remotely attracted to women are now checking your Instagram <laughs> account. Trophy comic. Trophy comic. At trophy comic. That's just me. go and check it out. Um, wait, let them finish. And wait, hang on. Yeah. Okay, they're done. And okay, now great. I'm crop mop. There you okay. go. Um, genius idea. Please stop wiping women's stomachs off with your socks. That's so gross. <laughs> or the shirt that was just on your sweaty body. Like, we're worthy of towels. Can I say something? <laughs> this is this is going to be an overarching point about men, right? Okay. I have realized that over the last, um, certainly over the last two years with, you know, a, uh, a readdressing of the, of the balance and, and uh, of, of equality between the genders, uh, the races, everything. You know, right now, obviously, white men, straight men especially, white cisgendered straight males like myself, we're very demonized, we're scumbags, none of us <laughs> are nice people apparently, blah, blah, blah. That's kind of almost like a bit of a social, um, accept a socially acceptable standpoint to have. However, sure. I'm so desperately upset by that <laughs> idea because I 
would never wipe jizz off a woman with a sock. I would never... Wouldn't? Good. I would never treat women Good. in that way. <laughs> However, I will absolutely be a, a man who has, uh, you know, um, a sexually driven lifestyle. I like to make love to people. I like to fuck. I like to be friends with people I fuck. I like to talk to women. I like to be strong and alpha. I think none of those things are bad things. But because a lot of those elements are demonized by association, what I've realized is I base my upset and my sheer frustration with how white straight men are seen right now on my own life and my own behavior. But what I have, I'm realizing the more and more and more that I talk to women or people of color or whoever seems to be pres um, prescribed to that idea that yeah, there's a lot of shitty white straight dudes out there. Sure. Is that I might be in the minority of how white straight men treat other people right you might um but I, but again i think if you the easiest way to go about all this is to treat people on a one-on-one -on -one humanistic level so but that's I mean, hard to do of I'm, course I'm, it is but, you, but you really have to instead of it's it's virtually impossible for you not to have some kind of coding and some kind of data that you're bringing into every situation yeah. right just looking at each other we sure. in, a, in an instant we decide who somebody probably is yeah and then they got to kind of talk us out of it or or win us over so there is that but I think it's, I, I agree with you on a lot of those things. And I think it's just, you know, women are certainly having a moment. I think that's deserved and earned and it's nice. But I don't at all think, you know, I, or maybe I've just been lucky and privileged to know lots and lots of really nice, wonderful, straight white males. And certainly a lot of them are shitty too. But that's also uh, math because there's so many of you yeah <laughs> percentage wise sure, sure. you're running into so many so a certain percentage there's a lot of you too there's though. a lot of us too yes there's a lot of you, you too know. don't women make up more percentage of the entire population of the world than men you're 52 uh, percent i think or 53 percent now you know what you'd be I, I i'll trust you i actually don't know yeah. what the world you're definitely more i mean we have a shorter lifespan etc etc so there's makes sense statistically there'll be more women yeah i couldn't in weigh in on that but i could say it just you know mathematically the, the more of any group that you're exposed to then yeah there's going to be bad apples there, there just is there's no I'm way around is, it it's almost like i've been indignant right over the last couple of years like how stop saying this shit about white men stop saying this shit about straight guys stop saying this shit about alpha men we're not all scumbags like all the guys i know are alpha strong but they're all so kind supportive yeah. polite they open doors they would never use a sock to when, <laughs> when i ejaculate upon a woman i hey, am going to circle back to that first of all when i ejaculate <laughs> upon a woman i would never do it on her face wherever i do do it i ask permission where she wants to do it and then i re excuse myself and say just hold on one moment and i go and i mm. wear <laughs> wet a cloth with warm water Excellent. and i come back and i'm clean Excellent. the the mess i have created excellent and but that's how i'm programmed yeah and what i'm realizing is that all my indignance towards this anger i'm feeling like it's misplaced because i think most men act like i do and actually the more stories i hear it's more like like I, I'm, I'm super annoyed about the the amount of money that I've spent over the course of my life entertaining women, and Why? it's because it's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. But did you have great times? And I did it. Do you have great sometimes? Memories? Sometimes I had terrible times. Sometimes I expected someone to at least offer to put in a card to split a bill, well, and yes. they never did. And I just oh, went, well, wow. that's just how the world is, and that's how I am, and that's how most men are. But I'm finding out, girls are going to me. What do you mean you spent $300 on a dinner with a girl? I, I, I've literally been on dates where guys have gone, have, haven't even fucking, oh, oh, sorry, I didn't even bring my wallet. And I'm like, how can a guy do that? 
But there's that, more that of these shitbags than I realise. There are. There's, there's lots of it. But here's what I would say. Stop doing yeah, that stop, shit. First off, stop doing this. Because things. you're making me look like a <laughs> fucking cunt. But, men. You, but, but you're not. Here's the thing. You're lovely. No, I, but they think I am because they just assume I'm like those pieces of shit. Stop fucking doing it, you little pricks. You could also just, um, you know, try to try to look more ethnic. You're, all, you're Albanian. Just embrace your Albanian. <laughs> Romanian. A, I'm Romanian. Half- Whatever. Romanian and, or Macedonian <laughs> te- an, if you want to you're be technical. You're an alien. Um, you're an alien, so just embrace it. Yeah, um, I'm an immigrant as well. <laughs> See? I'm an immigrant Macedonian. You're not even a snowflake. Fuck it. I'm Liar. changing it now. Well, I am a snowflake because <laughs> I'm a libtard as well, aren't I? I'm a left, uh, slightly left of the middle. I mean, so that, that would be the snowflake. most offensive thing about you to me. I don't know. <laughs> really? You pro-Trump, are you? No. No? Mm-mm. What about before the pussy grabbing? Um, when he was on that, when he was when we, when we didn't know about any of that shit, when he was on the when he was on... Um, What's it called? Uh, you're fired. Yeah. What's that called? Um, uh, the, Apprentice. the Apprentice. I uh, I thought the show was entertaining, and I had high hopes that what would happen with this presidency is that he would be so unqualified and so clueless that other people would be able to step up and run things on his behalf. What, like Mike Pence? Fucking well, terrifying. No, but but at, at one time we had you know advisors and people that were trusted, and there was less of a divide. You know the gays. I'm not a political person, be- so I want to keep this vi- real brief. If you put 240 volts through the balls. sock in my mouth. Um, I don't want to say the wrong thing. Here's Jesus what, told me to put a cum sock in his mouth yeah. and put some electricity through his balls. You also have to look at Mike Pence as somebody that, imagine that you've devoted a humongous percentage of your life to, to political being in endeavors. The closet. Yeah, that's pretty hard. Whatever, but then that was his break, you know? And is he supposed to walk away from maybe the only time that he's going to have that power? I'm not saying it's correct, but I'm going to guess that's a huge piece of the motivation. I'd love to put a rolled up cummy sock in Mike Pence's mouth and then just like attach a couple of fucking cable ties from a car battery to his testicle sack. That does sack. sound awfully kind and um, <laughs> gentlemanly like He'd be into you. it. I should offer it. Hey, yo, Pensy, <laughs> if you're listening, bro, anytime you want to get together and just get fucking freaky, I got a car battery in my bedroom right now. I got the fucking jumper cables. I'm ready. We should use this soundbite to submit your case to Facebook that you're not political. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I've been promoting this wonderful show. In fact, fuck it. If you're in the Los Angeles area, by the way, in the Southern California area, and you're free this Sunday, I'm doing a show called Chomp and Chuckle. Chomp and Chuckle. You can buy tickets from eventbrite.com, eventbrite.com. Search Chomp and Chuckle. Un, as in like the letter un, N. And, um, uh, but yeah, I've been advertising this show on Facebook. Mm. We tried to put $400 into Facebook ads. And it got rejected three times because of political content. It's literally a picture of four comedians and a fucking Sunday roast going, right. hey, come and get some tickets for Sunday roast and comedy. But and maybe like, you're throwing out crazy political vibes that you don't even know in, about. Through, with my eyes. Through your the internet. The photo actually, through the to internet. be fair, that's right. I look pretty progressive in that photo. <laughs> and that's what they're, they're having. That's right. Issue. They'll have none Fuck of that. You, they will have none of that. Oh. Facebook is run out of India and you're just too snowflakeish. I can't even <laughs> give money to Facebook now. That's, right. that's where we're at. Because they think I'm political. Because well, what the fuck? Because I look a little bit like Che Guevara if I had a hat. Uh, <laughs> is that what it is? They're no, like, that mm, is long not. hair and a beard. I don't know. It's pretty political to me. Yeah, I mean, listen. I, I think that politics in general, you you either have to be all in or step the fuck back, which I is what say. I choose to do. Yeah, you know what? That's not a bad idea. I think more and more these days, especially like podcasts, but also on stage. For instance, when I perform in Vegas. 
I dole down or completely remove the majority of my political material. Sure, that's smart. Yeah, and I and I think that uh, in my in my set, maybe if I want to, there could be a, a solid third of it. You know, I could do fifteen minutes or twenty minutes on mm. on political stuff. Um, but I know that people want to laugh. They need to laugh more than anything now. And comedy that massively. It's good to, to, to create comedy that is divisive. I think that definitely sorts out your fans from your, your uh, people yeah. who don't give a shit about you. But also, yeah, it gets a, it's a bit tired now, isn't it? Well, I'll just say this about that. I think how I would take it is if it's your show, if people have paid to come see Jeff Leach, right? Mm. You're headlining. There's, then I would say take is more there liberties. Any other kind of show? Yes. <laughs> Come well, on, I personally perform on lots of shows where I'm not the main draw. Yeah. And so my take on it in those instances is, of course, I want to do my material. I don't want to sell out. But I also do want to do my best to entertain people who have bought tickets. I don't want to stuff my agenda down someone's throat. I don't want to walk the crowd and be like, you're just, you don't get it, man. I don't personally want to do that. I have a level of respect for comedians that are willing to do it. But I do think you, me personally, we are entertainers. We are paid to entertain these people. They are the people. So yeah. ask these people what they want. If and what they want is more titty pictures on Instagram. That's right. At I've Trophy taken a, Comic. I've taken a poll. I'm just giving my fans what Did they want. Did you do that best nine of 2018? Um... Oh, did I? I don't know that I posted it, but I did generate it. For How kicks. many of them were you in sexy photos? Oh, probably all of them. Yeah, yeah probably. Um, if, Shit, if not, man. if not all nine, I would probably guess eight of nine. I wish I was a hot girl. Uh, you know, there's there's, but there's drawbacks to that too. You know that. Oh no, I mean, I wouldn't do comedy. I just stay at home. Or you would just stay at home and day. be you. <laughs> yeah, I'd be on cam. I'd just be a cam girl. Yeah, I'd make. A huge amount of money, buy a few properties. My, mm. I had Sophie D on this podcast a, a few, a couple she's of weeks ago. She's lovely. She's a great Hi, girl. Sophie. Yeah, I'm yeah. a big fan of you. Oh yeah, she's a great person. She's super nice. Oh, she. Well, you booked her for that. Well, sorry, I uh, did not book her because I do not book the sorry, female Dan, talent. Danny Daniels. Females wrong. I don't book the adult talent. You book the comedians. Yeah. I book the, yeah. Well, she. But what I'm saying, sorry, you were booking the comedians myself uh, uh, for that particular episode on that the one where I met her for the first time, and um. She's like she works her ass off, yeah, and her tits off. That's boom, boom. right. But she also, um, but she makes bank, man. And I was like, if I could stay at home and like finger fuck myself for an hour a day, make enough money to pay my rent for a month, and then be like, peace, and then go and I don't know, fucking horse rides, <laughs> get a, sure. a get a wax, get my nails done. Yeah, I don't read, read read some philosophy. I'm not saying she's not capable of doing. She's a very bright woman, actually. So you know, a very bright businesswoman. So do I'm not trying to delineate or dilute her intelligence, but I'm saying if I could make money in such an instantaneous, simple way, which we can't do as men, we can't do that. Sexuality for men does not sell remotely as sure. easy as it sure. does with women, um, which is such a shame. I wish women had mm. the 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 sexual voracious nature that men have, because. That means I could make money. I could make money. I know I'm an LA5, but I could, to some people, I'm a seven. And oh. those people would pay 20 bucks <clears> a month to see me just grab my dick and be like, what's up? Now, listen, I think you're selling yourself short. Uh, there are plenty of people that would pay to see you whack off into a sock. I know, I but I already said. get messages from those guys <laughs> already. Plenty. Um, but listen, I, you know, here, here's what I will say about that. Um, yeah, I don't. I I think more power to you. Whatever you can do to make money. Again, as long as it's not willfully hurting another person, I don't know why anybody cares what other people do to make their dollars. I really don't. Let I, me ask you a question: If um, Penthouse Magazine or Playboy Magazine came to you and said, 
we're running a feature on sexy women in comedy and we'd love you to do a nude spread for us in our magazine. And we're going to pay you $50,000. Would you do it? I don't think I would. Um, and purely because... Well, that You could get 100. <laughs> because I could get so much more. Um, purely because for me, like nudity outside of... Um, Outside of film, which I, I am open and I've, I've done nude scenes in film. Whoa! Right, you got to Google it. You, um, wait, you wait, you're going to get an email from, <laughs> in your inbox from Vivid, Alter, uh, Vivid, uh, Vivid Entertainment. So. Yeah, and not to take away from the, the artistic nature of photography, because certainly photographers are very hardworking and that's a beautiful medium. But No, they're not. I don't think No, they're not. They're not that hardworking photographers. Come on. Some of them are. Nah, no. lies. I don't think I would. <laughs> But I don't at all just anybody else that does, for sure. You wouldn't do it, no. I don't believe so, no. At least, in particular, I don't think I would do so while my parents are still with us. Yeah. That would just be something I would mentally what about feel bad about. <laughs> this is such a miserable thing. What, what about when they're dead? Okay. Well, <laughs> Let's put ourselves into a happier place right, where your parents right, are yeah. already let's, dead. Let's theorize <laughs> that I'm an orphan and, and my decisions are all my own. <laughs> then would I be comfortable? Yes. Just In fact, at that point, what I would want is for people to uh, whack off and uh, you know contribute to my Patreon for the, for the burial services. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would want. Um, we might Kickstarter as well just, yeah, fun. Kick, Kickstart. I'm trying to bury my parents. <laughs> I'm trying parents. to bury my parents. <laughs> bury your face in these sweet titties right. yes. for twenty dollars a month. That's right. Um, yeah, I uh, I don't believe so. Even, even still, I don't know. I I know it's a very fine line mm. for sure. It is, and, and no, I, I'm just intrigued because I think if you have like a, a sex positive outlook, which you do, mm. and if you're you know you're friends with sex workers, so am I, and uh, I respect those women because they're very honest and upfront about what they're doing, and they go, yeah. I sell sex, yeah. and people want to buy it, and what I do is good. It doesn't hurt anyone. In fact, it helps a lot of people who can't get sure. that stimulation or that connection or that sexual out, um, sexual. Uh, out, out. Gratification, what's yeah. Yeah, gratification. I was going to say, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Fuck, I did an English degree. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, but not American English, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we have all the letters in our words. That's but, right. But anyway, whatever. That, that <clears throat> sexual... Um, uh, are, you, are you trying to say coming in socks? It's a Middle Eastern word I'm Some looking for. Some of these guys are just not capable of coming in socks without the help of a Not output, worker. but I'm looking for the... Yeah, the release. Sexual release. Let's there just say go. sexual release. Um, I, I respect them because they're owning what it is. But I wonder whether, you know, being sex positive, whether that has a limit for someone who's not working in the sex industry, which it does, according to, you know. I, I do think so because I'm guilty of it too when I see, uh, and some of them are my friends. I, I'm, I'm friends with women who have trans, you know, they've, they've crossed over, transitioned from sex worker to comedian. I'm friends with oh, these people. I think you not, said not trans. trans. Not you didn't trans say transition. They, they transitioned from woman to comic. You said trans. They've trans. They, they crossed have, over. They have transatlantic become to the dark side. Naked comedians. They inverted their vaginas <coughs> into right. a, a weird looking penis. <laughs> That's They've right. crossed over to the dark side. They become a man, and now I can't respect them. Yeah, I'm friends with some of these people, and I will say that. Um, 
even I, like, I, I do have moments where I go, but shouldn't you drop that piece of it so that now you can progress? But it's, I mean, it's all your perspective because people do that to me too. Shouldn't you stop with this if you really want to get booked? So I, I, I get it. And I do think it's purely where you're at. And because, you know, we all know people that are repressed to the death and they, they just cannot sign off on anything. We're relatively progressive. But even I have my point where, you know, when, when um, porn star friends or whatever are posting really graphic things, it does give me pause it does make me go i don't know if that's a good move for you, know you when now. it gives me pause when i'm in standing in a line somewhere and there's like an old lady in the queue behind me and i open up my instagram page and sophie d or you know sheree deville or tanya tate yeah it comes up with them with like a, a cock in their throat sure. and a finger in their own <laughs> asshole and i'm like that's on honestly instagram. she's my friend i don't this is not what i'm looking at in this Very queue nice. but that will be the latest post that's that's where I... Yeah, of okay. course. No, it happens every time. Um, yeah, I think with those people, it's... Uh, I think that they're smart to just embrace the whole thing and maybe not try to backtrack. But yeah. but as somebody that, you know, um, I've never been in the sex industry and I've never, you know, worked in it outside of casting a show that has those women on. But even sure, sure, but sure. the show is not a sexual show, yeah, yeah, yeah. per se. Everyone's fully clothed and nothing adult, you know, themed outside of talking about dildos I mean Gilbert Gottfried was himself the entire episode I mean probably but he's really small so it's like not visible to the people that aren't like sitting on the table stature wise I couldn't give I couldn't talk to you about it I'm Gilbert Gottfried and I might be small in stature, but my <laughs> penis is huge. It might be. Listen, it probably looks it. It's like a Coke can mm-hmm. from the 1930s. <laughs> Gilbert was lovely, by the way. He's a very uh, charming gentleman. Very I've, cool. I met him, him once and he was incredibly um, polite and forthcoming and kind to comedians that he has no fucking idea who they are. Yeah, very nice. Um, Which you don't get a lot. No, nah, I would say... I, I don't know, but I, I've really, for me, especially having a job like that, I think any time that you have a piece of your income tied to um, to things outside of your scope of comfort or what you, you know, when I got asked to cast this show, and just for people who aren't familiar, the show is hosted by a former adult actress, Danny Daniels, Danny Daniels who's lovely. She's been retired from doing scenes for several years, so she just has her own, you know, Private cam channel yeah, and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Premium a lot of girls Snapchat. going that way. So She's wonderful. Make more money. It's a constant revenue stream and there's plenty of dudes on the internet and women who are like, yeah, I'll give you 20 bucks a month so I can 100%. jerk off to your content. And I have zero problem with that. But now that I uh, know these people personally, I have had conversations with them because I, I got asked to cast the comedians, as you know. Yeah, they yeah. come and chat with the adult stars. It's very fun. It's funny. It's silly. It's kind of talking about your industry versus our industry kind of thing. Yeah. So from having now met them and had conversations and met their significant others, it's like, you know what? They really are regular people. And I I didn't really grasp that. I kind of did expect them all to come sauntering in in clear heels and (laughs) furs. And I don't know, not that I would have been any less polite. And just immediately just start sucking all the dicks in the room. I mean, if I'm honest, I did have sort of a preconceived notion of what that was going to be like working with some of these women. I don't judge you for that. I've been to now the the Pornhub Awards and the AVN Awards. And at both of those, I'm not going to lie, there was a part of me going, 
I'm going to see a lot of people fucking <laughs> later on. And, uh, and I didn't see anyone fucking because right, they were right. all like, the only one who seems to become a mess and go around, you know, sucking random dicks is Riley Reed. And that's because. Oh, interesting. You know, yeah, but she, I mean, she's fucking little pump now. So, I mean, you can oh. get the, you can tell the caliber of a child she likes to have sex with. I've not met Riley, so I can't speak to her personally. I can. She seems like a little bit of a mess, <clears> but she's very prolific in the porn world and good right, for her. She is. She knows how to work the media. Hey, I've got to just talk about our sponsors very quickly. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're looking to get the most delicious vaping experience of your entire life, you want to check out Boundless Tech. That's B-N-D-L-S tech.com. They're an amazing company that uh, send me wonderful products, including the Terra, which is for smoking flour predominantly. You can heat that all the way up to 434 degrees Fahrenheit or any degree below that. You choose your heat. You decide what kind of taste you get out of your different flowers, and you get a much more clean, much more refined smoke out of it. Uh, same with their CF710 if you want to smoke uh, distillate or oils or resins. That's a great tool. It has a ceramic coil on the end. It has all detachable parts. You can clean everything out, keep it nice, keep it fresh. It lasts forever. The battery life is ridiculous on those things. I don't think I've charged my um, Boundless CF710 for about a week and it's still going. So make sure you check them out, bndlstech.com. Use code SAVAGE for 25% off all of their products. Um, check it out now. Make sure you get that deal and take advantage of it. And also check out manscaped.com where you can get some smooth, smooth balls. If you're going to be looking at... Uh, Wait, <laughs> wonder, I could order smooth, smooth balls? You can get the smoothest balls around. Walker Hayes, if you go to manscaped.com, use code SAVAGE, you get 20% off all of their products. Okay. They'll send you a free travel bag so you can carry it to every gentleman's home that you might be entertaining. Oh, but I still have to go find the balls. Okay. I mean, I wanted you to clarify. Let's be real, Walker. Balls come to you pretty regularly whenever you want them. Just check your DM inbox request. That's what you're not doing. You're looking only at your oh. inbox. You've got to hit the request and then you'll see thousands of messages from men saying, Hi, I like very much big boob. You want milk from me? Yes. I got big dick fucking penis you like suck hit those guys up say listen dude if you use code savage at manscaped.com you're gonna get 20% off the lawnmower 2.0 get those balls smooth send me a picture and I will laugh and post it on my story I was gonna say send me a Bugatti and then we can keep talking about Jesus Christ you reckon you're gonna get Bugatti from guys who send dick pics oh I've gotten the the best um, I've gotten the best like marriage proposals and come to the United Arab Emirates and blah 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 blah. Uh somebody legitimately offered to send me a car uh and you know why do you say yeah i you know you're like the fifth person that said yeah so yeah you don't you don't have to give them anything in return. Go, sure daddy sure daddy send me a car and if it arrives then go like thanks for the car i don't know and then sell the car yeah. and use the money from the car to buy to new balls own, right to do your own comedy special <laughs> and buy a house okay listen i'm not saying there's a flaw in your logic <laughs> i'm just saying that or, it didn't occur to me to respond to it well if you want i don't mind managing your social media accounts <laughs> and i will give them my address to send the card to and i will send them a picture of myself in the car bent on all fours i don't mind i yeah actually we could talk about that you wouldn't manage yeah. my social prince I'll send you a fucking picture of a sweet butthole. Sure, it's going to be a little hairy. Not anymore, though, because of the lawnmower 2.0. Really, Thank you very much. Yeah, you need to keep things consistent. Exactly. <laughs> no, I think um, it's, it's weird, isn't it? I get hit up quite a lot on private message, on DMs, by gay men predominantly, sure. but also a lot of women. I had, That's I had great. a woman hit me up recently to hang. She was like, hey, you ever want to get together sometime and just fucking blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. And this was 
This was a rando, but I've had it from a few comedians as well. Girls being like, really? yeah, really. And you know what's interesting? In writing, they have messaged you with their One intent of them, to just very, very famous and is a core cast member and writer on SNL. And she told me her exact words were because I said, "Well, I thought we were just friends, and I don't see you in that way. You're my friend. I love you as a friend. Um, does that mean we don't get to be friends if I don't want to fuck?" And she went, "Yeah, pretty much." Really? Can you imagine if a male you comic said that, right? said that? No, if no, imagine let's say. Um, Michael Che or uh, Colin Jost sent a message like that to a, mm. a newer female comic sure. on the circuit, yeah. new to the country. Can you imagine what? How many blogs would that be on the following day? Yeah, I agree with that. There, there's most definitely a, a double standard. Um, yeah. I would just say, every, I, need, I need that money from everyone, those, that, that expose. I, literally everyone, all of you, stop sending those messages. Yeah. Call people. <laughs> <laughs> fucking call people how hard is that if it's, you want to be a sexual deviant yeah stop putting it just in be smart for fuck's sake and, cool. and here's the thing as comics we have thicker skin anyway i, I got in trouble uh, recently for making a joke that was i mean it was a dumbass joke anyway but i mean it like severely offended this girl what was the joke can i hear the joke sure um i'll give you the brief rundown because i actually want this to be noted for posterity okay my, my uh wait is this become a legal thing now are we no 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 not at all let the courts note that the I, original message went as follows. I have uh, I have moved in with a, f- a few people temporarily because I had to give up my uh, the sublet that I had. The guy came back kind of unexpectedly, so I had to move quickly. Okay, moved into my friend's place because he was moving out. Should have hit up the Arab. He would have bought you an apartment. I know. Yeah. You're right. Anyway, so now I'm living with people. That's not a thing I've done in a long time. I haven't yeah, yeah, lived yeah, with yeah. someone in four plus years. A little out of practice, but one of them, very sweet. He has a girlfriend that's over a lot. Okay. All good. You pay to live there. It's fine. But so I'm in the kitchen, common space, doing my thing, middle of the day, Mm. middle of a weekday. Um, He comes in. She follows in his underwear, essentially. Fine. I'm not bothered. But then she starts, like, getting overly affectionate, like, kind of making out with him. Like, it's just unnecessary to me to do this in front of me. You've clearly been in bed together all day. You'll be in bed together when I leave. Can this wait? Just a minute. So then she says to him, oh, can I just go out like this? Like, referencing that she's not dressed. And I just said, I wouldn't advise it. It's a bad look for the Upper West Side. (laughs) And then I was like, but if you need clothes... I can give you some female clothes. Oh my God, <laughs> you are a bitch. I'm a bitch, apparently. She didn't say anything, he laughed. Hang and on, then... wait. Apparently, that was you said that comment because you wanted to put her in a place a little bit. You, I you wanted were annoyed them to about... stop making There you go. So let's be, let's be real though, let's be oh, real. Yeah. You yeah, were annoyed yeah. about the situation yes. and you were like, all right, I'm yes. going to use humor yes. to put this little fucking trollop in her place. Stop uh, 100%. the PDAs. Give yes. me a minute to yes. just cook my fucking egg. Yes. Yeah. So nothing gets said, but then like a week later, he confronts me about this. And he's a sweetheart. He's a very, very beta, like, gosh, oh, could you not say? And I didn't even know what he was talking about at this point, because it's now been a week, you know? I don't, I'm not yeah, thinking yeah, about yeah. this. And he says, you know, I wanted to feel safe here and all those Gen Y bullshitty, whatever. And I'm like laughing. And I do laugh. And I go, listen, that was a joke. And he says, well, you know. And so me, Our kitchen is not your safe me space. Me personally, yeah. uh, you know, I'm, I'm half Irish. We don't talk like that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, so... I could tell though when Which he half? <laughs> lower half. Okay. Yeah, upper half is more French. Um, it's full of you know grapes and um, if you suck. I on, got them. If you suck on my boobs, yeah, you'll probably get intoxicated. Okay. <laughs> um, he Just left. a really angry Irish vagina. Yeah. Well, it's full of whiskey most of the time. Really? <laughs> a drunken vagina. No, I meant dicks. Whiskey oh, dicks. Oh, okay. I Why get did it. no one get that? Come on, Jeff. 
I tough mean, crowd. Because I've never tough had that, never crowd. suffered from that. So hard for me to relate to men who can't keep erections. The long and the short of that tale is that I messaged this person when he left to go see her. <laughs> yeah. And I just said, listen, I'm not good at confrontation. So I made a joke and I'm sorry that it rubbed her the wrong way kind of thing. He responds immediately, says, thank you. I get it. And we'll try to like watch what we're doing. But then... 90 minutes later, conceivably when he gets to her place, she messages me from his number, not even asserting that it's her, but I'm not an imbecile that says that, hey, I rethought this, uh, and then proceeds to tell me how wrong I am, and also not to use emojis because we don't have that relationship. I think the emoji was like a smiley face with a you know, yellow heart maybe, which is the friendship heart anyway. If, I can't even believe I'm fucking saying that. But anyway, bullshitty, bullshitty, bullshitty. Right after... He had said it's all good, and I also do a like confrontation. She sends me this whole confrontational thing. And the long and the short of it is, my generation, we don't do that. If you're going to pick at me with words, be prepared to say them to my face. Like, I don't, I just don't right, believe so in that. So when's the octagon well, match? Well, that is what I said. When's I said, the octagon match? Because she kept, I, I replied and said, you can't talk to me like this. Yeah, and you I, said, listen, let's I throw down, bitch. No, but I did say, You want to wear fucking respond. boys' boxes? I'm going to slap you like a boy. I said, I won't respond to text. And then she texted me again, blah, 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 you know, and then called my apology flawed. And is she not allowed to point out the flaws in the apology? So I said, of course, you can say whatever you want to my face. And I've not seen her since. Wow, you're carrying this shit around. I'm sorry, but you can't. Listen, if you are 21 minus, I just want to say it's not right that well, you get- How old are they? You don't get to spew vitriol at me and expect no reaction. Oh my God, you're going to be like terrifying. I think she's 22. Fucking bitch. Is my guess. What a bitch. How dare she be 22 and well, opinionated? How, I mean, but what? where do you suggest the line is? And it's not because I'm in, inviting her into physical violence, but you most people, you know they're do. not willing to, to, to say it to your face. Listen, listen. Say it to my fucking listen, face. Just do what any, you know, intelligent, mature adult such as yourself would do and take a shit in his pillowcase. Just do what <laughs> needs to be done. Yeah, no. I, uh... I do find it kind of funny that they've not been around since. Um, <laughs> you know what you could do? Yeah. You could just set up a fake account, like a little catfish account of a very handsome man on Facebook, invest like, you know, a few weeks, maybe a couple of months into building that profile, add a load of friends. I'm going to help you out. I'll invite some friends to come and join it, have a few messages on there, and then you slide into her DMs as that guy, boom, 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 boom. Eh. One thing leads to another. She's 22. Eh. She's fickle. She's clearly very self-absorbed. Very self-absorbed. It self -absorbed. ends up with her sending a few messages back, some kind of sexual references. And then you just go, bro, my buddy said that he's met some chick online. Turns out it's your chick. Here's the messages, dude. He sent me screenshots of the messages. Boom. Relationship breakdown is done. She's fucking out. That was impressive, Jeffrey. I'm just. <laughs> I, am like, I am so. I saying, no, if you want to so fucking ruin that level her, of, then ruin no, her. I don't want to ruin anybody, but I did want to take a moment to give the PSA that is: stop spewing text vitriol at people and expecting no consequence. That's yeah. bullshit, and especially in comedy, right? Because we have that one job where maybe not the only job, but it's really common with us. If you tick someone off, they don't just go after you. They want you fired. They want nobody to ever hire you again. They don't want you to be allowed at clubs. They want your whole community to know about your personal tiff. Yeah. We don't do that with other shit. If a guy from Papa John's 
pissed me off, I wouldn't email Domino's and Pizza Hut and be like, this guy's bad news. And I demand that no other Italian eateries also, bring this guy on the let's staff. Let's be real. Papa John would be like, I don't give a fuck. Well, is he racist? Because I might have an idea. <laughs> I got a place for him yeah. on senior management. How do you feel about blackface? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, why do we do that with comics specifically? Like, you know, a guy can be a shitty guy. And I've had dear friends, you probably have too, comics that mm. did really fun fucking stupid shit through text there's a record of it bad idea yeah they did dumb shit do i think they should never work again and lose their livelihood no i mean i've sent a huge amount of um naked pictures to women who consentingly wanted them sure but i've definitely messaged you know prior to dating someone but i've, I've sent um tons of messages to girls who are attractive online like hey what's up oh, if you ever want to get together or blah 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 but and I'm sure all that shit will come out. But you know, it doesn't make you a bad person. No, it doesn't make you a bad person. And also, I'm talking about just being shitty to a person. Yeah. So, um, case in point, like this particular comic, just the the girl blew him off. She's like not interested, and he just did the dumb thing of like, "Well, you're fat anyway, and you're a five, and you would have been like, yeah, dumb, 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 dumb." And someone, especially some woman did that to me at a show. Last especially Sunday. dumb to put it in text. But again. She calls him out like nationally, right? And enlists the help of other women to like make this guy really look like a dick. And yeah. he, I mean, he did not get booked consistently for quite some time because of this. People Hell were hath worried. no fury, my friend. Hell hath no fury. I, um, well, I dated a woman back in England who's a very successful comedian. She wasn't when I met her. I was a successful TV presenter and she was a newer comic starting to get some interest in the industry. And then I, Stepped back from my career to help her out and help her move up the ranks. And she was very, and don't get me wrong, her talent is what carried her forward. And sure. also timing. She's a very cute, white um, Canadian comic. So she ticks boxes. You know, sure. she was like, I'm a foreigner, but I'm white enough to be safe on TV that, you know, TV execs are not going to be like, oh, I mean, we've already ticked our, you know, mm -hmm. ethnic person. Like, no, no, no. So, you know, she ticked their boxes. Um, and, uh, and she said to me once when we were laying in bed, I was like, God, you're like one of my, you're my best friend as well as my lover. And I can't imagine not having your life. If we ever split, I don't know what I do. And she goes, Oh, I do. Like if we split up, I would make you the most hated person in my life because Yeesh. I love you so much. I couldn't bear to see you on stages around me or like be around me or whatever, or work with you or whatever. I would, I would ruin you. And I was like, <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. And she was like, <laughs> anyway, she tried to do that when she, and she with, with a modicum of success at the end of our relationship. So I understand exactly what we're talking about. It's like, it's, yeah, it's evil. I think it's bad karma. And around. I know you had an experience like that as well. I did, but you know what? Here's the thing. People that matter to you and people that know you when you are a good person, it, it, you're going to be fine. Just takes time, doesn't it? It takes, takes time. time. Karma catches up. Karma is a fucking bitch. And it does catch mm -hmm. up. I'm just, sometimes you get a little bit tired of waiting around. You're like, oh, come on. Can yeah, they, but the can, worst thing... Can they be outed as a scumbag now, please? Because <laughs> I really need to pay my rent next month. The moment. best thing that you can possibly do, though, is just, you know, you, you, you keep doing you whatever. Yeah. Keep being hot. Keep being funny. Take the moral high ground. Yeah. Keep focusing your work. Or set up a fake Facebook profile <laughs> and ruin that person's <laughs> life over a period of months. Life. Yeah, you just I need wish to, I had that sociopathic <laughs> fucking part of the personality that so many comics seem to possess. I really I'm 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 honest. Like it's fucked and when I see it in people, I'm like, Wow, you're fucking you're a bunny boiler or you're a fucking you're straight out of American psycho. Do you know oh, what for I mean? Sure. But I'm not gonna lie, those people we were just talking about one. Yes, we, we were. We were just talking about one. We were. Not a man. I'm talking mm -hmm. about the the girl who's friends with the guy that you wanted to get on a thing. 
that is not a nice person, a very two-faced person. Anyway, it doesn't matter. right, right, right. Okay. So that person is insane, like insane, and is goes in people. Yeah. And I just wish one day... I hope it's going to catch up. But I've also learned now as I progress more and more through the, through the industry. Yeah. I actually think there's a huge amount of those people flying high, man. There is, but don't let that be your thing. Because look. I saw a few of them at the comedy store last night. I totally understand yeah. it. But you also have to know, and this is, this is super true, even if you can't outwardly tell. Those people, they eventually embody that. And we all know comics that are wildly successful for being absolute dickheads and shitty and no one can sit with us and none of you will ever make it and all of you should quit. And they're wildly successful, but they are that person. You can't, that cannot be a character that you embody often enough that it doesn't eventually eat at you from the inside. Would you want that? See, I'm, I'm starting to, I think if you're a sociopath, if you have the ability to treat people in that way and that's something you're capable of, it doesn't catch up with you. If karma doesn't catch up with you, you won't catch up with yourself because they're, they're, I don't think they actively know that what they're doing is, excuse me, evil and mean and two-faced oh, yes, and vindictive. Do. I don't think... That's the difference between sociopath and psychopath, just so oh, you know. Oh, really? So the difference is... Sociopathic, you know you're doing it and you revel in it. Psychopathic, um, not even necessarily you're doing that it, you you're not quite aware of it. Sociopaths are aware that something is socially or morally incorrect or that it won't be perceived well, um, but they proceed anyway. Psychopaths are not. And even if they know something is illegal or whatever, yeah. they, they they don't feel regret. And they also um, are unaware, right, that you would have a negative reaction to it. They don't see things like that. So okay. The All right. So she's a psychopath then. Yeah. Psychopaths and sociopaths are motivated very differently. I think she thinks she's right in psychopaths the way Psychopaths are in some ways, uh, you know, if you meet an actual psychopath and they treat you badly, you can kind of be like, you know what, that's... You That's can on almost them. forgive them for their lunacy. No, because you're but like, a sociopath knew that they were going to okay. fuck you up and they did it anyway. And then anyway. there's the worst of all of them, which is the homeopath. And those motherfuckers <laughs> just like... I mean, stop with your lavender. I don't need your buttery creams. But... Give they, me penicillin. But they can also go get 20% off a flower smoker if they click on the bottom of this. I don't know what you were saying. A flower smoker. <laughs> what is this? The fuck kind of that? advertisement was that? <laughs> hey, guys, do you need a flower smoker? Do you keep saying that? Is that like in reference to cannabis flower? I'm, I'm yeah, not flower, a... Yeah, flower would be the name for different forms of cannabis, or like cannabis in, in flower form. So yeah, it would see, be I have no THC idea. or CBD products that no are idea. in flower form, whereas oils, resins, distillates um, are... Uh, obviously, you know, have been squeezed out of that flower. I mean, when you were saying flower, I was just picturing like crepes and You can smoke whatever the fuck you want with yeah. it, Tara. You can probably <laughs> throw in a couple of rose petals. Might not be very good for you. I don't I don't think vaping rose petals would be particularly good for you. I don't know. Well, you know, it's like smoking cloves. It's supposed to be the most painful, worst thing for oh your lungs. Oh my God. Did you ever do that when you were a kid? I did it as an adult. <laughs> really? We did. Um, I love clove cigarettes. What? I don't smoke them now, but I mean, they're, they are massively bad for you, but they are delicious. We legitimately once, when I think I was about 11 or 12, we rolled Rizzler papers up with, um, with some kind of herb. What was it? Like oregano or yeah, some something shit. Yeah, something that you just found. We rolled up a joint of fucking herbs and spices and smoked it. And... Everyone there pretended like they got a little high. Sure, of course. You you have to. You fucking have to. It's so funny. I was like, you feeling anything? You feeling? Yeah, I'm feeling a bit. (laughs) 
kind of different. Yeah, you're yeah. feeling like your brain's saying stop smoking this fucking shit and put it on your chicken instead. Like, what the? 100%. It was so but funny. remember as kids, I, I'll go you one better. This is actually probably like a peek into my, my own like psychosis. I vividly remember being in like, couldn't have been any like older than the fifth grade. Wait, and, hang on. You have to always tell me how old that is because I don't know the American schooling system. Uh, so we would have been 10. 10 years old. 10, 11. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, and my girlfriend came over and we emptied um, cans of Johnson's baby powder into sandwich bags and pretended that we were selling cocaine to each other. <laughs> like, this is 11 years old. How are you even aware of cocaine as 10-year-olds? I don't year know. I truly don't what, know. Did you watch an episode of Narcos or something or some kind of TV show? Must have. I, I mean, I. but it, this is a very strong memory because my mother, I remember, was like, what happened to that? She's like asking my dad, like, what happened to that whole thing of baby powder? And I'm just like, you You're know. Like, the street value was too good to let right. it go, mom. <laughs> Johnson's and Johnson's got you, you a just very... Got, you got really beautiful smelling white powdery nostrils. But so also it's... you remember in our generation, there were candy cigarettes and that was totally normal. Oh, the little packet and the, the little sticks. The little, you like, yeah. Pretend you're smoking. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what else was the purpose of those things? And that was completely fine. Well, I mean, if you go back another 40 years prior to that, there was literally cocaine tooth drops. Like yeah, you'd have, yeah. if you if you were, ha- you were having sure. some pain in that thing, you know, get a cocaine, cocaine tooth drops. But I'm saying like specifically marketed to children, which is why now they're in such a big tiff about getting Jules banned because they're like, oh, they're flavored. Of course that appeals to children. I get it, but it's, I mean. Wait, Jules are the, what, the little e-cigarettes? The, yeah, I think. The, the, the little, um, the, those are the ones with the pods, I guess. Right. But the danger of that is, whereas with a cigarette, it visibly, you know, visibly, it visibly like it disintegrates down to nothing when you're done. Yeah. But a Jewel doesn't. So one pod is like a pack of cigarettes. So there's people going through these things just all day. Yeah. So it's dangerous because it's, you're, you're not visually seeing it's time to stop and, and yeah. knowing what you're smoking. What you're saying and is kids have no off as, switch. As vices get more and more modernized and clever and avoiding the apparent harmful effects, they actually do more harm to us. It's better when you go, here, kid, here's a big bag of Coke. Yeah. If you can get through that and survive it, then you've earned the right to do that Coke. Dude, I don't know how it was in. in- Whereas if here's some Tide Pods, you're like, well, I don't know, could pop a couple of those, see how it goes. But see, like growing up in England, I don't know how your life was, but in, here in the States, in the for sure, like in the 80s, you absolutely could have gone to the corner store and picked up cigarettes for your parents. A hundred percent. Nobody I mean, was we checking needed on fake that. fake ID, but I think by the, no, time, we I was, didn't. by the just, time I was 13, I had ID when we were that meant I could buy alcohol I'm to- again, and like, cigarettes. Same-ish age, 10, 11. Yeah. We would send like the most mature, they're not going to break person to go and be like, can I get a, pa- a carton even for my mom? And they would just look at you and go, well, yeah, it's a little kid. What's sure, a little kid. kid. Yeah, what's nah, a little kid sure going to do? Nah. And Make also, sure you get a Marlboro, see? Yeah. That will help her out. Keep her away from the doctor now. And where there, did she? a little kid get 1045 or whatever cigarettes? I mean, now one pack is almost $20 in New Kid, York. you look like you need some color in those cheeks. You want to get yourself a nice 40 ounce of something? I mean, listen, cigarettes are, are delicious. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Nah, <laughs> man. That was the easiest one for me to give up. Giving was up, it? Yeah, giving up oh. cigarettes was the easiest one for I me. I don't smoke consistently, but I do really enjoy a cigarette. Yeah. So it is hard for me to say never again. I can go long amounts of time not smoking, but especially around comics. Comics bring out my anxiety and my nerves want to be calmed. Yeah. 
And the only other way is, as you know, balls, ball sacks. But yeah. it's not appropriate at the comedy store. Too many. Store. You can't. It's too many as and well. And I didn't know about crap mops until today. You know what's an interesting thing, actually? I mean, we've got to wrap up in a moment. But I, 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 I actually, for all of your um, sexual prowess and certainly body positive sensuality that you have alongside your comedy, because they are separate and intertwined in some ways. Sure. Um, I actually have never seen you with someone you're dating or fucking or had any idea about that side of your life. It's it's something that I actually see you as a very sexual aesthetic, but a very almost asexual like person, like human. <laughs> I like that. Then I think I'm doing it right. I do kind of I compartmentalize and I'm a very- You got secret dick? Is that I'm what it a, is? You got the secret yeah, dick? Yeah, but I'm also a linear thinker. So like for me, if I'm with somebody, they're getting a majority of my attention. And while I'm really focused on work, I want to really focus on work. Okay, so you're keeping the... Yeah, so you, you got like... But you also know comics talk and talk and talk and talk. No, but that's, so that's what I I'm saying. Bring, I've never... I've, I've, yeah. I've actually... I only ever know of you being in, in, in any, any way intimately involved with one person. Right. And I actually don't... And I met one of your exes. So that's I guess right. I had two people. But it's interesting, isn't it? And it's the same, oh, I was going to say it's the same with me. But I think people have a, a, a because of shows that I did, like the sex addiction documentary yeah. and things like that, people have a very snap to judgment of like, well, of course Jeff Leach is a fucking, it's easy, <laughs> it's easy to paint me a certain way because I'm 6'4", I wear jewelry that suggests my parents didn't hug me enough. I did documentaries about sex addiction. I talk about sex. I'm very open sexually yeah, in conversation. But it, that doesn't mean I'm trying to fuck everything with a pulse. It doesn't mean I'm trying to, you know, I'm actually very, I like to be quite private with the people I am. That's, I'm, I'm with. actually the same way, but my main thing or is. Or now the one person I'm intimate with. But you yeah. know what I mean? It's like. But the main thing is, I, I, I want to be public. You know me, I'm a very public person, but I want to be public about what I want to be public about. Yeah. And then private stuff. I also just think it's nowadays, right? When you split with anybody, and you know this very well. I, I dated someone who I was very much like, let's not share this. Let's do our own thing. But he's a super public and loves to cat catalog every waking minute with his partner. Right. And so then when we did split, it was public news and it was my worst nightmare. I just assume, I think it means more when you do those things in private. It's your relationship. You got to date an assassin. Well, an assassin know. doesn't want their name to be used anywhere ever. They under the fucking radar. An assassin Maybe a superhero. But what if I accidentally roll over on them in the middle of the night? Am I not just asking to be decapitated in my sleep? How does that work? I don't think that's how it works. No? No, I think they're more like hired killers. I think of Assassin's Creed like with the two swords like, and they sleep with it like armed. And so if you make a one wrong... But you know, that's... Uh, who did that bit? I think it was uh, Family Guy. No, it was American Dad where the guy has the... Uh, Deputy Director Bullock has the lady over and they presumably fuck and then he's making them drinks and she comes up behind him and puts her arms around him and he turns around and he snaps her neck and he goes, oh, sorry. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were there. Yeah, and she's fucking dead. I, I think about that. Like, oh, these are trained people to like, I don't know, but they'd probably make good lovers. But you're lovers. pretty quick. You're pretty nifty. They'd, you just got to be really agile. And then you just leave. And that's an expectation. You fuck them and leave. Perfect. There you go. That's the best relationship ever, isn't it? That's what I'm looking for. Turn up an assassin boyfriend. So look, if you want to slide into... <laughs> I'm looking um, for Bugattis DMs, and vanishing penises. Buy a Bugatti. Support the comedy career. And then just promise that if you have sex, you're not going to snap a neck in the night. <laughs>
And if any of you live in DC, come and see the show this Sunday. I have a great show this Saturday. Oh, it's Saturday. Apologies. Yes, All right. So this is with Dimitri Martin. That's right. With Dimitri Martin at, at the, the Warner Theater on Saturday. Are there even tickets still available? I believe there's tickets to the 10. The 8 is sold out, but the 10 p.m. I believe there are still tickets to that. And where can they get tickets for that? Do you know? LiveNation.com. And also, uh, I believe the Warner Theater uh, will redirect you to that same. And you're going to be doing a nice long set opening up for him, aren't you? I'm excited. I'm super excited for you. I think it's going to be magical. Thank and you. And also, make sure you check out Trophy at Trophy Comic on Instagram, Twitter, all of that good stuff. And then you can find details of all of upcoming shows that Walker Hayes is going to be performing. Um, also, check out Dinner with Danny on yes. Amazon Prime. That's our, our lovely friend Danny Daniels, her series that was booked, at least the comedians, sorry, were booked by Walker. Uh, she was cast in that. And myself, Jim Norton, Gilbert Godfrey, yes, some great names there. John Laster, wonderful comics. I'm yeah. on an episode. I don't believe that one's been released yet. Yeah, okay. So I'm not sure. So it's coming up soon. That's me and all the male porn stars. So that was pretty fun. Oh, that's pretty dope. For any um, for any people that you have listening that are into men that fuck a lot, that would be a good thing to watch. I mean, they're listening to me. They're, yeah. Of course they're into men who are sexy. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right, guys? Uh, and make sure you check out our wonderful sponsors, Boundless Tech, which is B-N-D-L-S tech.com. Code Savage, 20%, 25% off all of their products. And Manscaped.com. Go get those smooth, sweet fucking balls. It won't... Here's the deal. Oh, I, 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 I rave about them. I, I've, I like to keep my balls smooth and my Good. shaft trimmed down. Just of keep it neat. you need to. And, but I would never use trimmers. And these, even when they sent me the product to try out before they became a lead sponsor, I was a bit like... I love that shit. I can fucking run it up and down without You mean you ease. use a blade? But it's it's only one of the blades is metal. The other one is made out of a particular uh, patented material that means you don't it never cut, it ah. never it never snips in your Cuz that's like every 80s movie the guy accidentally ah! stabs You'll himself never get in the that. It's beautiful. <laughs> anyway, check them out manscape.com use code savage for 20% off a free travel bag and free delivery. Walker Hayes, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I wish me. you the best of luck this Saturday and uh, thank you for coming and chatting with me. Bye. Bye.